I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Okay, good morning, ladies. So today, I wanted to come on to talk about marriage. Um, This is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, most likely due to the fact that I work with so many of you on your marriage, and I've had to do plenty of work in my own marriage. And as far as today, I specifically want to talk about connection in your marriage. I want to talk about what it means to be a wife who is empowered to cultivate more connection in her marriage. And I just want to break down what that actually looks like and and what that actually means as far as the thoughts and the beliefs that you are holding about your marriage. So when I work with women who are wanting to strengthen their marriage or improve their marriage in some way or feel more connected to their husbands, I consider my role in that to be the same as with any other goal. It's that I want to help them reach a place of empowerment. This is a word that I use a lot. You know, I call my community mom empowered. My podcast is mom empowered. Like I care so much about you guys feeling so, so empowered, empowered by the Lord, empowered to go off and do incredible, amazing things, including in your homes, in your relationships. And when I say empowered, what I mean, and I want you to really focus in on this, my definition of empowered is that you are fully able to use the authority and the power that you have been given, and you were able to take full ownership of your life in this way to create more of the results, or in today's case, more of the marriage that you want, that you are called for, that you were created for. The truth is that an empowered wife ends up creating a very different experience for herself in her home and in her marriage than a not empowered wife. So this is such an important concept to grasp. And if you are unsure of whether or not you are a fully empowered wife um, in your marriage, I want to break down a few signs that may signal that you're not, as well as give you a few examples of what it might look like to be empowered. So first of all, You may not be fully empowered if you are fighting for control in unhealthy ways in your relationship. You may be lashing out, you may be yelling, or you may even be pulling back using more passive aggressive kind of techniques with your husband. Um, A not empowered wife is very often quick to point fingers and blame and is very slow to take ownership, to take responsibility. Um, You might be the one who is frequently instigating conflict. Um, You might be feeling insecure when it comes to being vulnerable with your husband. This is another sign that you are not fully empowered just yet. You are insecure about being vulnerable. You're afraid to share your heart. Maybe you're afraid to share what's on your mind. Maybe you're afraid to share your body. You might have the best intentions for how you want to serve and love your husband better, but if you are not fully empowered, there will oftentimes be very little follow through on those ideas. You might start out strong, but then very quickly fall off the wagon because of other things I mentioned earlier, because of that need to fight for control, because of that that not able to fully take ownership just yet. Um, You may be feeling stuck, That's another sign that you're not feeling fully empowered. You're feeling stuck. You're feeling powerless. 
when it comes to your ability to be a better wife and to enjoy your marriage more and to cultivate more of that connection with your husband. So if any of these resonate with you, I first of all just want to say that I've, I've been there, you know, that I have been you. Um, if you have been around for a while, then you've most likely heard parts of my story about having to navigate anger and control issues in my marriage and as a wife, as a mom, and my journey of going from being a abusive, manipulative, controlling wife to being a kinder, more self-controlled, empowered wife. I am the living evidence that no matter how you feel or no matter how long you have felt stuck, you don't have to be a lost cause. Like there is hope for you, I promise. But second of all, I, I want to encourage you by telling you what is possible for you. And that is you stepping into a place of more empowerment in your marriage. You having the knowledge and the confidence to take actions in your marriage, to, to take your marriage by the reins and steer it back to where they're meant to be, back to where your actions are meant to be, back to where your emotions are meant to be and your marriage. And I want to show you and teach you how to take your thoughts captive because this is key. I believe it is possible for you to learn how to take your thoughts captive and replace them with what does produce a home of love and calm and peace. Um, a long time ago, my business coach said to me, who you are being is far more important than what you are doing. It's not what you most need to do that's important. What matters most is who you most need to become. And I'm sharing this with you today because if you have tried to make your marriage healthier or stronger, but you have failed in the past or you fell right back into the same old patterns, it's not because you needed to do more things. It's because you needed to become more confident and empowered. An anxious, insecure wife who is trying to make her marriage healthier and stronger will end up spinning her wheels, trying to change her husband, trying to take control of the situation, and then will get frustrated or feel helpless when things are not happening, when things are not changing. And a confident and empowered wife, she experiences the opposite. A confident and empowered wife who, who is trying to make her marriage healthier and stronger, she won't be spinning her wheels. She won't be spinning her wheels trying to change her husband or control situations, but she will instead be doing what is in her power to change herself and how she responds to situations, which is so much more productive and produces so much more fruit in your relationship. An empowered wife knows how to take ownership. It is so easy to point fingers. I have been that woman who spent years pointing fingers. It is so easy to put blame on your partner or even on your circumstances for why you can't be better or kinder or more patient or whatever. It's much harder to take ownership and responsibility of those things and to then use the authority you have to actually make changes and resolve these problems. So my goal for today, you know, going back to that quote, you know, it's not about what you need to be doing. It's about who you need to become. That's so much more important. My goal for today isn't to give you a million to do's. Like I don't want to tell you some practical um, action steps need to be taken. Really, I just want to give you the most powerful mindset shifts that will enable you to become that empowered wife and especially one who cultivates connection in her marriage with her husband. This mindset shifts, or the ones that I'm sharing, first of all, start with this idea that everything you are feeling and doing and creating in your marriage, including the connection you are either experiencing or not experiencing with your spouse, 
All of those things are because of your thoughts and beliefs about it. The stories you're telling yourself about your husband, the thoughts that you're thinking about your marriage. And I'm going to walk you through how this is true by giving you an example, challenging you to think back on your own examples, and then also giving a personal example from this current season that I have been in. So I want you to think back to a recent moment or a circumstance where you felt super connected to your husband. Um, this might be, for example, maybe it's when you guys were all playing together with the kids. Maybe you were in the backyard. You were all playing, you're having fun, everyone was super engaged. And in that moment, you felt so one with him. You felt so united, like, wow, we are raising this family together. But let's say that in this moment, you were thinking about all the things that have yet to be done around the house. You're thinking about all the things that have been feeling unstable, uncertain. Maybe you're thinking about finances. Maybe you're thinking about um, the household chores. Maybe you're thinking about your to-do list. And then let's say that in that moment, you're starting to feel irritated and you're stressed and you're feeling resentful now. In that moment, that connection between you and your husband was interrupted. Not because of anything he did, but because of the things that were going on in your head, the thoughts you were giving power to, the things you were, you were ruminating on, and how that in turn created stress and resentment and irritation and frustration. One moment you're having fun and you're thinking, wow, this is amazing. And then the next moment, you're in a totally different place. You're in a totally different mood. And maybe he senses that. And maybe he reciprocates that in some way. This is an example of how in this moment, just one or a few thoughts can change the whole atmosphere, the whole tone of that moment. Or you could have stayed in that moment fully thinking about how fun this is, how amazing it is to see your husband play with the kids, engage with them. Maybe, maybe you were thinking about how amazing it is that you're building this life together. And then from these thoughts, you are feeling more of that love and that warmth and that connection with him. So I want you to think back to, to you know, a recent moment where you and your husband really felt connected and think on like, what were the thoughts that I had that helped me feel so connected? Or maybe you felt connected in one moment, but then it was interrupted and then you felt disconnected. Maybe that comes to mind for you too. I want you to think back to a time where you felt very disconnected just from the start with your husband. Um, an example that I hear all the time that I have encountered, you know, in my own marriage is that you're, you are spending time together. You are both home together and he's on his phone. I hear this one all the time. He's on his phone. And I want to repeat the mindset shift that is so important for you to grasp here. It was not this moment. It was not his action that created that feeling of disconnect for you. It was not that he was on his phone that led you to feel disconnected. It was your thought or belief about it. It was you thinking that he is being inconsiderate, that he is neglectful, that he doesn't care. And all of these thoughts produce feelings of disconnect. But if you were in that moment, you saw him on his phone and you instead considered, oh wow, like maybe he's trying to check out and decompress because he's stressed. Maybe he is coping in the only way he knows how, how he's been programmed to cope, how a lot of us are programmed to cope. Don't pretend that you don't want to check out on your phone too. Um, and even though, you know, paying attention to these things, reminding yourself of these things won't necessarily 
produce a feeling of super connection, it definitely will lower the feeling of disconnect because instead you are welcoming in empathy. You are bringing in understanding, maybe a longing to find new ways to support him. When you challenge and allow yourself to have more of these thoughts instead of the other ones, connection is so much more possible. Even if the circumstance, like him being on his phone or you know him playing you know with the kids or whatever, doesn't immediately change. Again, my challenge for you is to think back to some recent moments and really try to pinpoint what you were thinking and believing about him or about your marriage or even about yourself in that moment, the stories you were telling yourself. Because these were the things that either built that connection that you felt or broke it. I'm going to give you one more example of how your thoughts and beliefs can make or break connection in your marriage. And this one's very personal as it relates to thoughts and beliefs that I have had to personally navigate through in my marriage and very recently, in fact. Um, A few months ago, we were in the middle of moving. We were in the middle of preparing to have a baby. I was eight or nine months pregnant and we were moving from house to house. We we packed up our house, we moved in with my parents, our house sold, then we bought our new house, then we moved into our new house. And this whole time I'm super pregnant. I've got a ton of things that I'm trying to juggle and I, you know, I'm, I'm handling all of the things. I've got the to-do list, I'm buying stuff off of Amazon, I'm signing all the contracts, taking care of all the paperwork, and I'm doing all of this without Grant's involvement. It felt like um grant my husband he you know he was working you know his life was you know it was pretty much just you know he goes to work he comes home he sleeps um and you know in the meantime when we are together we're trying to just enjoy our time together so again that leaves a lot of the burden that left a lot of the burden on me and the thought that i had on repeat this whole time you know for for a while was that i am alone in this i am alone in this i am carrying this all by myself And that's not fair. That's the thought that I had. And maybe you've had a thought like that. Maybe you are having thoughts like that. And when I was thinking this, the more I gave power to this thought of how alone I was, the more lonely I felt, first of all, the more overwhelmed and stressed I was too, but also the more disconnected I felt from him. Because I didn't want to connect. I wanted to resent him. I wanted to complain. I was not happy. And so I found myself pulling back even more. I was excluding him from things, things that he could have helped me with. I was taking care of it on my own and I was doing it with not a good attitude. I was rejecting all of his advances. You know, he wanted to be close to me. He wanted to hug me and be there for me. And I was rejecting it. I was was pulling back and I was sabotaging the time that we did have together, the time that we could have enjoyed together. I ultimately was the one fostering the disconnect. Not anything that he did. That was not the reason why we felt disconnected. It was not the fact that he wasn't helping. It was the idea that I had in my head that I was doing this all by myself and I was alone in this. It was not him. It was me. Some of you ladies need to own up to that today. It's not him. It's the thoughts and beliefs you're having about him and about yourself and about your life and your marriage. So eventually I realized that this was a problem, that I did not want to bring our baby girl into the world and move into our new house still feeling this way. Because that's a crummy way to feel, to feel like you're not connected with your spouse, to feel totally like you're on different pages and that you're alone and he's not there to support you. I, I was not happy. 
I was not happy. So I needed to focus in on like, okay, what's going to change this? How can I, as an empowered wife, use the power and authority that I have to change things, to cultivate more of that connection that I am longing for? Because the truth is, I did want that. I wanted to feel more connected than ever. And that meant that I had to do things differently. I had to think things differently. I needed to be willing to get him on the same page with me again. Because for so long, I had been handling all of this stuff on my own that I was not actually enlisting his help. I was not properly showing him the responsibilities that he could be taking. I was, I was hoarding the to-do list. I was hoarding it all. I was holding it close to my chest instead of getting him on the same page because I was either frustrated or resentful or just felt like he couldn't be trusted. I needed to start to ask for help more. I needed to share in my burdens and I needed to especially stop rejecting his advances and stop sabotaging our time together. I was doing that a lot and it was not helping. So in order for me to make those changes, I first of all had to deal with what I was feeling. Because up until that point, I had been feeling lonely, feeling feeling disconnected, feeling resentful, and I knew that that was not the way to change things. I needed to be more trusting. I needed to be more open, more vulnerable. I needed to be more loving, just more loving toward him and more content with where we were at, with my current circumstances, with our marriage, with what was happening around me. I needed to be more content and at peace. And in order for me to feel those things, I had to stop believing the lie, stop feeding into the story that I was utterly alone and I had no help in this. And I needed to take those thoughts captive and replace them with the truth, which is that I do want to, I do want to rely on Grant. I do want to trust him. He is trustworthy. I am not going through this alone. He is right there with me. I am choosing to feel alone these days because I am not giving him opportunities to support me. If there is a problem where he does not know how to support me, it is on me to teach him and present him with the opportunity to learn. These were all things that I had to start start really practicing in my head that doing this alone, going through this alone is a choice, a choice that I was choosing. Ladies, I just, I just want to remind you, I just want to leave you again with like this one powerful thing. Your thought life matters. Your thoughts are what are driving your feelings and your actions and your responses and ultimately what it is that you are experiencing in your marriage, in your relationship. Your thoughts about him your thoughts about yourself, all of these play into whether or not you are cultivating connection or breaking it. And if you are going to be that empowered wife who intentionally uses her power and authority to cultivate more of that connection, then these are the thoughts, their fears, and their lies that you are going to have to deal with first. You are going to have to deal with them. You cannot leave them any longer.